Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, uh, The Archives. Uh, it's your boy Sayotan. Uh, just call me Tauntaun or whatever is easier. Um, a few things before I get started on this. Um, you might have heard uh, Desu's podcast. That's uh, D-E-S-U-U. Uh, I was on a podcast with her and uh, Cody. Uh, they're two good friends of mine, so if you haven't checked out that podcast, I advise you to go uh, check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, she has about three episodes up right now. I helped her with the first one. It was about two hours. Um, I don't plan on doing anything that long uh, for my first episode. I'm probably going to keep it about um, 15, 30 minutes, and uh, if I go over that, it won't be too much of a problem. Um, but with all that being said, I have a few topics I'd like to go over today. Um, firstly, I'd like to start off with the internet and its effect on us, like about, um, you know, how fast it's growing and how much we need it now compared to when I was little. I'm not too old, so I can't really say too much about it, but I can, you know, give my own little spiel about it. Um, I'd say the internet is one of my favorite things ever, um, because I spend a lot of time on there, you know, I use it a lot, Wi-Fi, data, you know, with everything, uh, just playing games, which is something I do a lot, and even just wasting time on YouTube and researching things, um, Honestly, it's a good. It's good for entertainment, and um, really, you can do anything with it. It's, I mean, obviously, <laughs> but um, I say one of the things I like most about the internet is that it's very flexible, and um, in society today, it's like um, say getting a business started is kind of. It's a lot harder than it was back then, like when the uh, country was first founded. And um, I'd say the internet kind of just gives us that leverage now to where, um, you know, things are still kind of complicated and hard to do because it never was easy. But, you know, now that we, uh, with this, we can um, make our own businesses, uh, put a name on it, our own brand, uh, sell things to people far and near that's not too much trouble and um, I just think it's really cool uh, one thing specifically about the internet is nowadays it's so much more common to have something like Wi-Fi or a computer and granted people still don't have those uh, that kind of technology accessible to them but nowadays it's just something a lot more common and the need for it is growing rapidly because um you know even in school about when i was in eighth grade we started getting chromebooks in order to do uh homework schoolwork uh just about everything and it's something i never would have thought of when i was little because i remember uh i used to have like just a uh, little desktop nothing really special it was kind of basic but yeah um 
I'm sorry. This is just <laughs> a little bit weird. I'm trying to think. Um, I'd say now we, uh, you know, the internet having internet access and all that, it's just natural because uh, when I was little, I remember uh, like I'd be playing, I'd be playing games and, you know, I'd just be playing with myself. No one was, uh, no one else in the house was like a really big gamer as I was. So I just um, keep playing, uh, get better, progress all that, maybe change the difficulty once I felt like I was, you know, getting bored of normal, easy, whatever it was. And then now, you know, when I, uh, like when I first got a PS3, um, that kind of showed me how much bigger the world actually is because I remember I was playing a game for the, uh, for the longest time and I was pretty good at it in my eyes at least. And then, um, I remember the first time I played online, I got destroyed. It was like, I couldn't even touch the guy I was fighting against. And then that kind of showed me, it was like, so is everyone else like this? <laughs> and, um, it was kind of, kind of a shock, but it was also something I really, uh, an experience I enjoyed because, um, it just showed me that, you know, there's something else out there with someone, you know, like there's a challenge. There's so much more than you could get just from playing in your room all day. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then, um, you know, as time progressed, I got used to playing with other people. I better it myself. And it was just a great experience overall, just to be able to, uh, you know, get out there uh, using the network, all that. Um, one thing, another thing I wanted to talk about, uh, specifically about the rapid growth and, uh, need for the internet is, um, kind of, like, as I said, when I got a PS3, I was about in, um, seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade, and, um, you know, Wi-Fi wasn't, I think I got Wi-Fi when I was about 12. And, um, you know, I've been living without it before sixth grade, like about from the time I was born to the time I was 11. And um, now it's like kids nowadays are just being born right into it. And it's pretty cool. I kind of wish that I had it when I was uh, younger, just so I could, uh, you know, have more time to spend with it as a kid. Um, and one reason I wanted to talk about, um, you know, just people being born right into the, uh, right into the world with internet access and all that is because um, the internet is a place where a lot of people uh, it's like a pool of just like a lot of people because everyone nowadays has internet access and, and um, it's not necessarily there are uh, websites and all that 
websites, games, whatnot, that are safe for kids. But then also with some platforms such as YouTube, for example. So many things can kind of go wrong without the wrong uh, parental advisory. Because, um, you know, on YouTube you can find things from kids videos, kids shows, to uh, cooking or like violent video games or something like that. And then there's, it's just a scale. You have your kid-friendly content and then you have like the, the adult content with like all the news and stuff. I remember um, one time <clears throat> uh, when I was in high school, I had to uh, for Spanish, I had to go to an elementary school to teach uh, fifth graders a little bit of Spanish, just to introduce them to it. And it was like, it was fun. I enjoyed teaching them, but sometimes I'd just be listening to the conversations they'd be having on the side, and the stuff they were saying kind of threw me off because. They were saying stuff you would not expect from an 11-year-old. Because, I mean, when I was 11, I wasn't, you know, I mean, I was raised good, polite with manners. And not to say that they weren't, they were really good kids. They were well-behaved and smart, too. But uh, some of the stuff that they'd be saying, I just, I'd just be laughing to myself like, yo, did he really just say that? And then I'm like, wait a minute. This kid's 11, how does he know that? And, um, yes, like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed teaching those kids. i I do it again. But, um, one thing I wanted to talk about that specifically was, as I just said, they were saying things you wouldn't expect from an 11 year old so i was just like whoa and it was it wasn't anything bad like no swear words even though those aren't really too bad in my opinion at least but um yeah it was it just shook me because i was you know as an 11 year old i wouldn't have said anything like what they were saying you know it may just be stuff you could and i know where they got it because it was just like a meme something you could find on the internet and um as, as i said they weren't bad kids but the um there are just so many influences out there that can really um, there are just so many influences out there on the internet that even if you do, even if they do have a parent around or just that knows what they're doing at that given moment in time, you can't protect your, uh, I'm sorry, you can't protect your child from everything. And that's okay. That's just natural and how things go. But um, I would say that I believe that there should be a certain time 
where kids could be introduced to the internet. Say, um, you know, as I said before, I didn't have Wi-Fi until I was about 12. So that kind of, uh, I went through all of elementary school without it. So, you know, I kind of spent time with my, with my family. And that um, gave me a decent amount of time to build up uh, morals, uh, values, and uh, discipline. And then I just think that it should be that way for just about everyone. So that um, just so that they don't become toxic because the internet can be a very toxic place like um for example if you were to like youtube comment sections those things i don't need to say much i'm pretty sure like those things can just be awful and for a kid to be exposed to that type of toxicity i it's it's just not right because you know, it'd, it'd be one of those things where it's like, oh, everyone's doing it, it's cool, and then it's just like a bandwagon, and then all of a sudden you get kids just growing up, being toxic, and then just bad-mouthing without respect for others, and then it just gets kind of blown out of proportion because no one's really stopping them from doing it because everyone else is doing it so i just think that's something that could be um something that could be fixed with just like a little more different parenting styles although i'm not a parent myself so it's just you know just thought um the next topic I want to go over would be, um, I'd say, quote unquote, friends and friends. And what I mean by that is, like, you know, how you have your fake friends, uh, acquaintances, and all that, and then you have your real friends. Uh, one thing, uh, to start off, high school, for example is I'm gonna be honest it wasn't really fun for me I don't think it's fun for anyone but you know it's all their own and during my time there like while I was in high school it was I spent my freshman year with two of my friends they were they were they were nerdy it's alright though because I'm a nerd too. Um, you know, we didn't really care about what other people might have said about us or, you know, what other trouble might have come our way from someone just trying to be a jerk. But, you know, we spent time together, we were ourselves, and it was pretty fun. Uh, then sophomore year came around and I still hung out with them, but I was kind of curious as to how 
other friend groups were. And I kind of, I branched off from uh, my two friends at first. And then I started hanging out with another group of people. Um, I was, we were acquaintances, I'd say. Uh, not really too much of friends. We got along. Um, and yeah, I just started spending time with them a little bit. Uh, we would go out, like we would go out after school, have lunch, and uh, just kind of right around town. It was pretty fun. But one thing about that, the friend group in specific, was um, they weren't really friends, I'd say because what happened was at the time a few of them a few of them were uh no i'm sorry i'm sorry uh two of them had just started dating and all that um it was cool everyone was fine with it they weren't mushy or disgusting or anything like that but after after a while, they had broke up, and um, all of a sudden there was a divide uh, between kind of who was in the right and who was in the wrong. I'm not going to say why they broke up or mention any names, obviously, but yeah, divide happened, and... It was kind of odd to me because I was, you know, I'm just in the, I just believe that that's none of my business. They broke up, whether they're mad at each other and don't want to talk anymore, or whether they still want to be friends. That doesn't necessarily concern me, not because I'm new to the group or anything like that but because that's just how I see it. So, uh, whenever, when I heard that there was a divide and that, you know, so many people were against the other, that just kind of threw me off because I was like, well, that's not necessarily any of our business, that's theirs. And they were, they were alienating one another and then after some time um you know uh the girl the, the girl in the relationship she was the one who was being uh kind of cast out and then after some time passed uh she had she got over the fact that she was alienated against with uh, everyone else and from then on the group never really merged back together it split since that happened and then I'm just thinking to myself and I'm looking I'm like so all it took was that little event to just break them off And, you know, like I said, it should be, 
because I believe that not only was it no one else's business but theirs, but that something so small, I'd say, would destroy like five different friendships at one time. And I'm not saying that there's, you know, nothing wrong with being mad because someone broke up with your friend, hurt them for whatever reason, because that's, that's natural. And even depending on the reason, I would take sides at times. But yeah, that was just, it was odd. And then also, uh, another thing with quote-unquote friends is that you can you can kind of tell when the friendship is genuine or not because usually um, I'd say high school was like the prime example of fake friendships but You could, oh, when I was in elementary school, I, like I said, I was a nerd. I've always been a nerd. And um, it was me, my god brother, and my cousin. We were, you know, just doing us. And then uh, there were jocks in our classes because we, we all had the same class. And then there'd be a few jocks in our classes who would always try to pick on us and stuff, uh, call us out for whatever reason. I don't really know. We were doing us, they were doing them, and by them doing them, they were messing with us. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it'd, be, it'd always be a group of them too. Like at least two or more. But in total, I think there were like seven, but that doesn't matter. Um, the reason I bring that up is because they would try and dog us as a group. And uh, they'd even do it uh, like to us individually, but it'd always be more than one of them. And then it was like the second you caught one of them away from everybody else, they were a completely different person. Because uh, my experience, I'd say one time, uh, I'll just say, I'll just use the name Jim, for example. Uh, so Jim would always be with his friends. And then he, you know, provoke me, say whatever he said. It wasn't a big deal. I wasn't offended by it. I was kind of used to it. And it was weak. <laughs> but... Uh, the second I caught Joe, I mean, uh, Jim, whatever, uh, by himself, it was like, he was this cool, laid back, uh, you know, smart guy. And then, uh, I just be talking to him and then I'm like, so this is the same guy that's trying to mess with me like 24 seven. And then, um, you know, we talked, it was pretty cool. I liked it, said, uh, you know, goodbye or whatever. 
and then the next day he would be he'd be with his friends and then just still pull the same stuff so and then you know that got me thinking around the time that it was just kind of so what you're doing around all your friends something you do just to get them to think that you're cool or something and you know it wasn't just him it'd be basically all of them and it's it's just kind of funny how they were spending so much time trying to impress each other and all that when really they weren't the way they were presenting themselves around their quote-unquote friends so that's why I call them quote-unquote friends because they don't they really don't know anything about each other or at least they don't appeal to them uh they don't act like themselves around each other basically because they're too busy trying to do to whatever they're doing and uh yeah it's just kind of funny to me i don't know why it works like that but i mean that's cool i have a group of friends that i spend a lot of time with i have a lot of friend groups actually but um the one my group of friends that i hang out with uh we play ps4 together if you heard uh desu's podcast like i mentioned earlier before uh you know same friend group it's pretty cool uh, they're about i want to say 10 of us maybe more like 10 plus but yeah um like i said we we do play games a lot and really uh ps4 is the only time we all talk to each other collectively as a group but um even so while we're playing games uh yeah we you know we trash talk each other and all that but you know sometimes we get on there we're not even playing games we're just hanging out and we don't try to present ourselves a certain way to each other or anything like that even though we all have vastly different interests uh interests now we can all you know kind of bond and that's that's one thing i like about my friend group that we can um you know we're not the same all like that and um um yeah we can just chill hang out be ourselves around each other and that's kind of really you know as someone who appreciates what's real i love my friend group for that and everyone in it uh i'm starting to hit the max recording time um that's i could go deep uh into i could expand off of the topic of the internet i think i'm gonna save that for another day Pro- I'll, uh, I'll probably cover social media or online communities 
in another episode. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll do. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this this is about 25-minute episode. I might trim it down a bit. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, again, this is Sayotan, Tauntaun, whatever, Tang Gang. If you uh, watch uh, Desu's podcast, you, you get it. But yeah, Tang Gang. Um, like I said, shout out to Desu. Um, D-E-S-U-U. Uh, go check out that podcast. It's really good. Uh, you know, your boy's on there. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, hey, guys, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, I just want to say thank you for listening. And I apologize for all the and ums and all the awkward pauses. And I did something in the intro that I didn't really want to do was saying it's your boy because I'm nobody's boy moment at least <laughs> but um yeah i just wanted to say thank you for listening and thanks for bearing with me in the first episode of this uh i don't want to say it's rough i think it's i think it's good for a first try but yeah as i said before thank you for listening and i'll try to do better as i go on